Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Saturday evening or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin, the language nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily on medium.com where I do some weekly blog posts every single Sunday and occasionally whenever I feel like posting on Musical.ly and Tumblr. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazarin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited to be recording this one here. Wow, I am pretty tired, to be perfectly honest with you guys. It is currently about quarter to 7 p.m. here in my city, here in Calgary, Canada. And I just finished wrapping up about three different events for language learners. One thing that I've talked about it a fair amount, but I should talk about it a little bit more. One thing that I've been doing quite a bit of is every single, typically two weeks, every two weeks, I host different events for French learners, for Spanish learners, for English learners, and also for uh, just general language learners. So basically, if someone's learning any language, whether it's like, Mandarin or Japanese or whatever. I host different events for them to practice their language um, or just be surrounded with, with other language learners. And basically my whole goal right, with these different events is to foster or create or encourage a little bit more of a language learning uh, hub or a language learning community in my city because it's just not really that prevalent or, or rather a lot of my efforts are I'm, I'm kind of the guy who's driving that in my city, at least from what I've seen. <laughs> like in my city, we have, it's actually interesting. I, I, find, I, have, a funny, I have a very funny feeling um, that this is the case in most cities or most places across the world. I have a funny feeling that there are many, I guess you could say, single language communities. For example, maybe there's local communities of French learners or of Spanish learners or of, you know, Mandarin learners or of this learners, that language, like specific languages. But there are not, at least from what I've seen, there's, from my experience, there's not necessarily like, oh, this is a language learning community. This is like all the language learners. We meet up twice a month. We do this. We do that. We have these resources to help you out, this, that, the other thing. I just haven't seen a lot of that. And that's something that I try to, you know, I've been building, I guess you could say, for roughly a year or so in my city. And it's a pretty significant focus of mine. And it's something that actually weirdly drives my own business. Like I get students out of it and I get paid because I get, because I am the central hub, because I am the center of the community, of the language learning community. Um, and it's not a big one, by the way. It's not like we have thousands of people or anything, but, um, but still... Like it's, it's just uh, brings a lot of opportunity, which is just great. And which is just really um, fantastic to be perfectly honest. So yeah, it was just kind of a long, long day. And then it ended up being slightly longer than planned because randomly while I was walking back to my car, I saw, I bumped into, as I was walking by this bar, I looked to my right and I see these three, four guys that I used to work with. And I was like, whoa, what the heck? Some of them have been like five years since I've seen. So sat with them for a while and like half an hour or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, I got back to my car, shot a quick YouTube video recording the podcast now. And then, yeah, gonna gonna drive home, have a little bit more work to get done. And so hopefully I can wrap the work day up by 9 p.m. this Saturday. So um, 
yeah, well, it's going to be a long, long kind of Saturday. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess in this podcast episode here, I'll, I'm kind of torn. I'll be really honest. I'm a little bit torn. There's a lot of things, especially since I've had, whoa, what the heck is that? Holy moly, what is that? Wow. I just saw the coolest. I wish I could like, I wish there's like a live stream I could show you. Wow. Holy moly. There's a dude. He's on like this thing. Wow. Okay. It's like this. Uh, okay. Uh, it's like a scooter. It's like a scooter, like those scooters that you like stand on and like, like a skateboard with handles, if that makes sense. But then he's got like pedals on it. What the heck is that thing? Okay. Anyway, uh, get on topic. Now I'm a little bit torn. <laughs> I'm a little bit torn. There's a lot of things I want to do with this podcast, um, especially because I just had this huge day of language learning events. And so my brain is kind of in a very languagey kind of mode. And there's so many language things circling around my brain. And so I think what we're going to do is I'm just going to just spew and just spout and just kind of like get them all out, talk about them, see what comes out. I have a very funny feeling we might have a Spanish and French portion of this podcast. I'm not 100% sure. But I'm pretty sure probably partway through, I might decide to switch to some Spanish and French. We'll see if that's going to happen. I'll make sure I give you guys a fair warning um, so that the non-Spanish slash French speakers can kind of hop off and go on with their day. Now, um, so here's a couple things on my mind uh, after today. I think one really, really big thing is to be making sure that you are enjoying your language studies. Like you have to... I think it's very beneficial. I think it's very, very beneficial if you are learning in a way that is fun and you're learning in a way that is enjoyable. I know this is very, this is tried and true. This is something that is talked about a lot. It's not a new concept, but it really stood out today because at our events, um, I had a lot of, not a, I had a couple of different games that I brought with me for beginner language learners. And I facilitated those games so they could get, they could actually speak and communicate in the language that they're learning, despite only knowing like a hundred words or less than a hundred words. And it was just really cool. It was cool to see them have fun and speak a language with each other with like 50, 60, 70, 40, 80 words. And that was just really cool. And I think that ties into another thing, which is like, you got to have fun, but you got to, you got to try your absolute best to create opportunities to communicate in a language, even if you don't know that many words. And whether that means, there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, whether that means you talk to yourself using the words you know, whether that means you try to keep a journal, like an audio journal or a written journal where you just write about in whatever words you can, the best you can, right? Even if it's a mix of your mother tongue, your first language and the language you're learning, write about your day, like literally, you could even say, oh, today you could mix the two languages. I could say something like, today I went to the restaurante, right? Restaurante meaning restaurant in Spanish. It was very delicioso. Like, even if you're mixing, like you gotta find ways to communicate in some way, shape or form and be using your language and not just reviewing, you know, uh, conjugation tables and just rereading your notes over and over or drilling yourself with worksheets like all of those things have a place and there is value in doing those types of activities there's no question about it but you have to also do something you have to also apply your knowledge in some way shape or form it's just so it's just mandatory it's like it's just a 
it's just an element you need to absolutely you need to absolutely have that element in there it would be like if i said oh you know this is i've heard someone else use this example uh gary vaynerchuk it's a guy that i follow um a guy i follow online like online one of the analogies he gives is like it's like you can't just read about push-ups like if you're just going to read about push-ups yes you might learn a lot about push-ups but until you actually do push-ups your arm muscles don't get bigger like you have to actually do something to see a result if that makes any sense and so language is you have to apply it as well it's, a, it's just a, a really big thing that's standing out today because the events were so tailored to helping people of all levels advanced beginner like not even knowing a single word of spanish everyone helping them putting them in environments where they could comfortably apply their knowledge and not necessarily feel overwhelmed because sometimes as beginners as you guys know i'm sure you guys have experienced it if you're beginners or low intermediate sometimes you go talk to native speakers or you try to immerse yourself by listening to to radio or watching a television show or or like you know attending some event or whatever it is and you just feel so overwhelmed because everyone's speaking so fast and you don't have any you, you can't follow what's happening right and so if that's happening like it's it's overwhelming and so one thing i don't talk about a lot but it's it's i wish it's it's not that common i haven't seen a lot of it but boy it would be so cool actually it's definitely possible what am i saying you've got to put yourself in controlled immersion environments what i mean by that is like you got to you can't just as a beginner throw yourself and watch some television show and expect yourself to get it it's just going to be too much for you it's not as what's his name uh, dr steven crashen he's a um a very well-known figure and very intelligent and educated figure and personal person about language learning um he talks about comprehensible input like you have to be able to you have to be able to like follow whatever you're listening to watching etc you have to be able to actually follow and understand to an extent what is being said it can't be a million levels above your current level it just won't it's not smart it doesn't make sense and the content whatever you're whatever you're watching or listening to or or reading or whatever it has to be something that interests you it has to be compelling it has to be interesting for all intents and purposes so again just a major thing that was standing out from today um i think as well when it comes to today's events um it's uh i made a youtube video about this and i want to mention this in the podcast it's a bit of a it's a bit of a call to action it's a bit of a um yeah i'm kind of imploring people to i i want to implore some of the more outgoing or some of the more leader like people some people who have those tendencies like i really 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 it would be so cool to see people who actually took some more initiative to spread um to spread this not really spread that's the wrong word to create opportunities for people interested in learning languages to participate in like i live in calgary alberta in canada we are the least we are not a very multilingual kind of city. Yes, we have lots of immigrants. Yes, we have people that come from different parts of the world that speak multiple languages because they have a different mother tongue. But if you look at like it's not common for people to go and learn, it's not that common I should say, for people to go and try to learn another language. We're a pretty like it's relatively speaking monolingual. Like it's not it's not a part of the culture. 
And so the argument, I actually remember when I was first thinking about creating language learning events and, and trying to create a local language learning presence, right? When I was thinking about that, my thought process was like, who the hell's gonna give a care? Who's gonna, who the hell's gonna give a damn? Like, who's gonna, who's gonna care? Like, who? Like, why? And I had no idea. Like, I thought it was weird. I was like, what am I gonna do with this, right? And what's funny is that a lot of people, in my experience, have an interest in something and they're really, they really like something a lot. But because of the environment or the society or their location of where they live, because it's not popular where they live, it does, they don't get to explore it. They feel alone with their interest. And as a result, they don't pursue that interest. It's like, um, it's kind of like, I'll give this analogy, like actually not an analogy, a real example. I've been super into, actually this is the best example I could give. I have been really interested in learning languages probably for about 10 years, since the age of roughly 15, maybe 16, something like that. I've been super duper into it, okay? And learning lang learning languages has always been a part of my life since childhood. I grew up with, with uh, English at with my friends, French at school, and Gujarati with my family. I like it was it was always there and i've been I've, and i've been interested in it for 10 years however even though the interest has been alive the passion has been alive for 10 years 10 years that's a lot right i've only really been doing something about it for about 2 years and the reason is that i didn't know i did not know that there were other people that there were communities there were people who made a living with it there were conferences there were videos i didn't know there was i didn't know there's people that talked about it and that, that were also passionate about it it wasn't until i stumbled across some video of a guy um tim donor you guys have probably heard of him uh, maybe you've heard of him google him if not there's like a video on YouTube that went pretty viral. He's like a it's like 17 year old dude or 17 year old boy speaks over 20 languages or something like that. And I was pissed. I was motivated and I was super happy. And the other side of the coin, the dark side of the coin got really competitive. Not even pissed, competitive. So I was like, damn it. This guy, Tim, has got thousands of view on this, views on this video and he's so you know, he's got all this attention on him, right? He's got all this blah, 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 blah. I was reading the comments of the YouTube video. They're, they're praising him there for speaking all these languages. And I thought to myself, that could have been me. This guy, at the, you know, Tim, I think his story was somewhere uh, when he's a child, he's always been really interested in languages and he used to go to bookstores and like try and learn. And like, it's always been a thing. And I was like, damn it, that, if I'd known as a child, that was a thing, I would have schooled Tim Donor. Like, I would have been like Tim Donor. I would have been this 20-year-old dude who spoke. I mean, I, maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know. But I think I have a very funny feeling. There's a good chance I would have jumped into that earlier before the age of 20, uh, 23 or 22 or 24, however old I was. I would have jumped in before that age. And I would have been that guy, right? But it wasn't until I saw someone else, right? who I saw that there's stuff around languages because then I started Googling hyperpolyglots and polyglot conference. And I started to discover this whole community, how people make money by teaching languages, how there's, this is how you can make money in the field. Oh, you can get jobs like this. Oh, there's apps, there's this, there's, oh, wow. You could have a work, you could work in this field and make a living with this, right? That was right at the tail end of my window cleaning business, right? That I've talked about many times. 
um, until I'd seen it, I didn't know. So I'm really imploring people. I go, I want really kind of off topic, but I, I'm really imploring people to talk more, make more efforts to create environments, to create events, to create stuff, to create things for language, people with that interest in your own city, in your own town, in your village, to participate in language learning because you there's probably people that have the interest but didn't even know that it's something you could even spend time in because they'd never seen an event. they never seen someone. You haven't seen a lead. There's no one that took the first step and they weren't going to be the one to take it, right? So I really am imploring you. I'm asking you, like, I really want people to do this. I really do. Go on meetup.com, M-E-E-T-U-P dot C-O-M. Start language learning events. Like, I don't know, like, start a multilingual book club, like, teach in your city, like, post stuff online, like, I don't know, start a club at your university or college, like, there's so much that can be done, but I really, it'd be nice to see people do more, it'd be really cool, I don't know, I'd just be something, it'd be cool for me to see that, it'd be cool to get a message one day or something about someone, you know, a year from now, two years from now, goes, hey, Azrin, it was really cool to see that you said this on a podcast, I decided to kind of throw up something on meetup.com, decided to give it a go. And now, even in my town of 50,000 people, or even in my city where I thought no one cared about languages, even blah, 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 we have like a small or a large or whatever. We have a vibrant language learning community. It's a new thing that we've added to the city, right? It'd be so cool. That'd be really, really, um, yeah, just super duper, super duper cool. (laughs) So that's something that was really standing out to me today from the events. Um, it was really, really interesting. Um, what else? So many things. Let's just switch to some Spanish. So I think we'll end the English portion here. There's a lot more I could say, but let's end the English portion here. I'm going to jump into some Spanish first and then some French. I have no idea what the heck I'm going to say. I haven't fully decided that yet. Probably maybe five minutes in Spanish, five minutes in French. So this will be a little bit of a longer episode, but um, it is what it is. And we'll, we'll kind of see. We'll see what comes out in Spanish, we'll see what comes out in French and whatnot. So... Ok, bueno, empecemos. Um, bueno, eh, ¿qué les cuento? <risa> bueno, una cosa interesante pasó hoy día eh, que les quiero contar. Estaba, estaba, estaba hablando con una mujer y la mujer me dijo que Azrin, en mi opinión, aprender idiomas es bien difícil. Es, es un desafío. No es fácil, ¿no? Y es lo que me dijo. Y bueno, estamos hablando y le dije que bueno, oye, en mi opinión, sí, es una, es una habilidad que no, que bueno, no es fácil. No es como, no sé, no es como contar hasta tres, no es como uno, uno dos, tres, ¿no? <ríe> como hay que practicar, hay que estudiar, hay que aprender gramática, muchas palabras, hay que, ¿no? La pronunciación, el alfabeto... Como hay muchas cosas que hay que saber, ¿no? Pero, en mi opinión, no es tan difícil. O sea, no es tan difícil tener o alcanzar un nivel conversacional en otro idioma. O sea, porque, como ya dije en inglés, eh, en el libro de Gabriel Weiner, creo, ay, no sé si, si lo dije en inglés o no, pero eh, ahora estoy, o sea, acabo de terminar un libro de Gabriel Weiner, Gabriel Weiner, <risa> Eh, él escribió un libro que se llama Fluent Forever y en el libro hay una página donde él dice que ok, si, si quieres entender 
digamos, 80% de lo que la gente está, lo que la gente dice o de, de, de lo que lees, ¿no? Si quieres entender más o menos 80%, tienes que saber más o menos, depende del idioma, pero tienes que saber más o menos 2,000 palabras. Y claro, eh, hay que saber también la gramática eh, relacionado con, relacionada con, con esas palabras, y hay que saber cómo usar esas palabras, etcétera, etcétera, ¿no? Pero es 2,000 palabras. Eh, y en mi opinión, o sea, yo creo que saber 2,000 palabras o, y realmente saber cómo usar eh, esas palabras, cómo eh, entender la gramática o, eh, o sea, entender una gramática, digamos, eh, saber una gramática eh, básica, o sea, el futuro, el presente, el pasado, ¿no? Si sabes un poco de gramática, sabes más o menos 2,000 palabras, puedes tener una, un nivel conversacional y para alcanzar un nivel así, en mi opinión, no es tan difícil. Hay que estudiar, hay que practicar, claro, pero en unos años, un año, dos años, tres años de, de estudios, es posible por la mayoría de las personas, ¿ok? Pero si sí, eh, tu meta, tu meta es, ok, yo quiero hablar como nativo, yo quiero hablar como alguien que, que nació en México, que nació en España, que nació en Perú, o hablar inglés como alguien que nació y creció en los Estados Unidos o en Canadá, en Australia, Inglaterra, ¿no? Y realmente quiero saber, o sea, quiero, quiero tener un vocabulario como alguien que nació y creció en ese país. Bueno, es otra historia. Es, puede ser un poco más difícil, un poco más complicado, un poco más, tal vez tendrás que estudiar un poco más, ¿no? Y por más tiempo y, y, y más horas en la semana, etcétera. Así que, o sea, finalmente, no sé si aprender un idioma es difícil. En mi opinión, tal vez no lo es. Pero si, si quieres tener, o sea, digamos que más alto, o sea, lo más avanzado que quieres, o sea, más avanzado que quieres ser en un idioma, más difícil que es. ¿Entienden? ¿Entienden? Es, así que es, es mi opinión. Eh, ok, pasemos a francés. Let's pass over to French. Bon, j'ai remarqué quelque chose que je voulais vous, vous raconter. J'ai remarqué que quand je parle, enfin, quand je parle en français, parfois, je ne pense pas en français. Parfois, je pense en anglais. Ou bien, c'est pas, enfin, c'est pas exactement vrai. Ou parfois, je vais parler dans une manière, disons, mémorisée. C'est-à-dire que moi, Azren, j'ai mémorisé des milliers, des milliers, des milliers, des milliers, des milliers, des milliers, des milliers d'expressions, de phrases, de mots, etc. Et quand je parle en français, je, dans une sorte, enfin, je vais, euh, je vais utiliser les phrases que j'ai mémorisées, tout ça que c'est mémorisé. Mais, par contre, parfois, quand je parle, enfin, pas parfois, tout, enfin, carrément toujours, quand je parle en, en, en espagnol, c'est pas exactement le cas. Parce qu'en espagnol, je trouve que je, je vais vraiment penser, je vais vraiment réfléchir en espagnol. Mais en français, c'est pas toujours le cas. Et, 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 et c'est quelque chose qui est assez, qui est assez bizarre. Je, je comprends pas exactement pourquoi ça se passe. C'est quelque chose... Euh, je l'ai remarqué il y a une semaine. Enfin, même pas une semaine. Peut-être euh, trois jours, quatre jours, quelque chose comme ça. Et donc... 
il y a 3-4 jours où j'essaie vraiment de, quand je parle en français, il faut vrai, enfin, moi j'essaie vraiment de, de, de créer mes propres phrases, de ne pas, euh, ne pas juste, euh, disons, je ne sais pas, je sais pas mon français, mais regurgitate, c'est-à-dire que pas juste utiliser les phrases que j'ai entendues dans le passé ou que j'ai mémorisées ou que des... Les, les euh, ouais, voilà, que j'ai mémorisé, mais vraiment d'essayer de parler dans une manière un peu plus, euh, disons, euh, spontanée, vous voyez. Et ouais, c'est quelque chose, je sais pas pourquoi je le fais, mais ça m'a fait penser à, au fait que je pense que, enfin, il y a beaucoup de personnes, spécialement quand on a un niveau, disons, intermédiaire, même avancé, enfin, même avancé dans une langue, parfois, enfin, on n'essaie on, on pas exactement de pousser nos limites. Donc moi, ce qui se passe en français, c'est que je parle très couramment et ça fait très, 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 très longtemps que je n'ai pas vraiment essayé de pousser mes limites en français. Je, je parle avec mes amis, je parle avec mes étudiants, je vais organiser des événements pour les personnes qui apprennent le français. Mais finalement, il n'y a pas grand-chose que je fais qui vraiment me pousse, qui vraiment me force d'atteindre un autre niveau. Vous voyez Et donc... Et c'est pour cette raison que je pense que quand je parle en français, je vais en sorte utiliser des phrases et des expressions, tout ça que c'est mémorisé. Il y a une sorte de, de vocabulaire que j'ai dans, dans la tête, dans le cerveau, et j'utilise ce, ce vocabulaire. Et ouais, en fait, il y a 3-4 jours que vraiment j'essaie de, de me pousser un peu plus avec le français, d'apprendre des nouvelles, des nouvelles expressions, des nouveaux mots, tout ça, euh, de... de de, de, de vraiment, disons, briser ou vraiment changer mes, mes habitudes avec les sortes d'expressions que j'utilise, les sortes de mots que j'utilise, vraiment pour que je puisse atteindre un nouveau, disons, un nouveau niveau, un nouveau, un nouveau, ouais, un nouveau niveau en, 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 en français. Pour que vraiment, parce que vraiment, une chose que j'ai noté avec, que j'ai remarqué avec le, spécialement avec l'espagnol et même avec l'anglais en fait, c'est que, la manière que je parle, oui, elle reste constante. Oui, elle est constante, c'est vrai. Mais elle évolue. Elle évolue. Il y a une sorte d'évolution. Et je remarque qu'il y a des, 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 des autres mots, des nouveaux mots. Il y a des, 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 des nouvelles expressions. Il y, a, il, y a des choses que je, il y a des choses que je dis. Et j'ai une autre... Disons que la manière que je parle, elle, elle, devient, elle devient de plus en plus claire, de plus en plus... Euh, 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 précise, de plus en plus, etc. Mais en français, je trouve que je parle... Enfin, ouais, c'est vrai, hein, je parle dans la même manière que je parlais à l'université. Et oui, je parle très bien, je, je parle très couramment. Y a, y a, c'est vraiment quelque chose de... J'ai un niveau qui est super, assez avancé, et je peux tout comprendre. J'ai un bon, euh, 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 une bonne connaissance de... de, de de, des, des expressions idiomatiques et de vocabulaire, etc., tout ça. Mais je veux vraiment, bon, j'aimerais bien euh, vraiment pousser mon niveau de français, vraiment améliorer mon français pour que ça soit, pour que j'ai un niveau, disons, enfin, euh, qui, qui est toujours euh, assez, assez avancé, très avancé, mais disons que ça soit, je ne sais pas, j'aimerais bien observer une sorte d'évolution dans mon français. Parce que j'ai remarqué que mon, mon espagnol a évolué, même mon anglais. Quand je regarde mes vidéos en anglais d'avant, auparavant, de, de 2012, 2013, 2014, je peux remarquer que, waouh, oui, c'est toujours moi. 
Oui, je parle avec la même énergie, tout ça. Oui, j'utilise beaucoup des mêmes expressions, des mots, etc. Mais je peux remarquer une sorte d'évolution. Mais avec le français, enfin, je ne sais pas pourquoi, mais je parle de la, dans la même manière que je parlais il y a 3, 4, 5 ans. Et, et voilà, c'est quelque chose que, que j'aimerais bien changer. Et je pense que c'est quelque chose qui, qui nous passe quand, quand on apprend une langue. Parce que si, enfin, spécialement quand on a un niveau assez avancé, on, en, en général, on fait, ne on fait pas grand-chose pour continuer notre développement dans cette langue. On ne on fait, on fait rien, quoi, parce qu'on peut parler très bien, on peut parler couramment, euh, on peut tout comprendre, tout ça. Et donc, la, disons, la, 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 la croissance ou la, 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 le développement, quoi, le développement de, notre, de nos niveaux, de notre niveau dans, dans la langue, dans cette langue, enfin, il n'y a pas, quoi, il n'y a pas de développement, <rire> pas beaucoup, quoi. Et donc, il y a une sorte de... de de stagnation. Je ne sais pas si c'est un mot en français, j'imagine que oui, ça existe, stagnation. Mais euh, c'est. Voilà. Bref. Puma, merci beaucoup. Uh, thanks so much for having listening to, listen to this podcast. I know it was a pretty long one, 30 minutes almost. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll try to get a lot of language stuff in. So, alright guys, um, we'll chat later. Bye for now. See you. Or rather, you'll hear from me soon or hear you. Okay, that was random. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>